Beautiful Not Broken, your weekly inspirational hit of solid advice and life stories coming to you to help you rebuild from rock bottom. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Beautiful Not Broken. I am, of course, Beck Chapel, and it is good to be back with you today. I am fired up. I am so pumped today and it's cool because I'm actually recording this episode on the 1st of Feb. So start of a new month. And you know, like I kept saying this year, like my word is opportunity. And I truly believe that this year was the year that all the shit that I'd been dreaming of was going to happen, going to come to fruition. And we got 30, literally we got two days into the new year and I was like, it's just not happening. And I started getting this impatient rising of myself that I get often because I am an impatient person. And I've always found in my life that when I work really hard and I stick to something and I believe something's going to happen, it genuinely happens, or I get redirected onto a better path. Now, what January felt like for me is that just nothing was sticking. Everything kept going wrong. I kept attracting all this shit energy. I had shit energy. Wear a mirror remember, we're a mirror and we we literally, whatever we put out is coming back at us hard. So I was projecting this shit energy. I don't know where it came from. Like December 31st, I was on top of the world, sort of. I was pretty burnt out from work. And I think that's where it all came from, right? Like I'd slogged my way into the end of 2021. It had been a fucking hard year. And every single time people asked me to reflect on the year, I burst into tears because I was like, that was the hardest year of my life. And I was focusing on the fact that it had been so hard and I'd been so out of my comfort zone as if these things were bad, as if it wasn't shit that was happening to me to level me up to be ready for the next, right? Like I was sitting there in the the shit saying, oh, fuck, it's been hard. Like thinking about the day that – and like I'm emotional right now thinking about how hard last year was again. But it was the best year of my life. I achieved so much last year and I think we get so caught up in when we go through something really hard, we get caught up in the fact that it was really fucking hard and we get emotional about that and we attach a lot of feelings to that, but we forget to see the lesson or even if we see the lesson, I saw all the lessons, I saw all the growth, but I felt like that meant that my life deserved to be easy this year. And I had this expectation that, yeah, I've I've climbed this hill. I'm at the peak now. Like shit's about to go like awesome for me. And it's just not the case. And it's not that things aren't awesome because things were awesome last year. I look back on the start of the – and, yeah, we had this lockdown period that was fucking tough. And I had this discussion with someone about like what does hard look like? Hard looks like whatever's hard for us. And it's okay that that's hard for us. It's not what was hard for the previous generation. It's not what was hard for the generations before that. It's not a war. It's not these other things. How hard, our heart is our heart. And yes, we can choose just to see it as hard or we can choose it, choose to see it as an opportunity to level up, to take the lessons and to say, you know what? That taught me to be more patient. It taught me to be resilient. It taught me that I was on the wrong path. And I'm not saying that that we should hope for hard times in order to learn these lessons. Take the hard times as they are, accept that they're hard and don't just go looking for this, oh, now I'm resilient. 
like it's okay to say it was shit but it's also okay to say that hey in the shit times I actually like I'm pretty proud of how I handled that and I'm pretty proud of how I grew and I'm pretty proud of the next stage of my life so today I was in this call and I've been feeling pretty I've been feeling a little bit like I've been going back and forth between I know opportunity is my word and I know that I want to make this year mine and I just couldn't seem to find the energy to get there and there was this massive blocker and barrier for me and I felt like a fraud because I was like I'm showing up and I've been positive and then suddenly I'm showing up and I'm negative and I'm saying that my depression feels like it's back which it does and I'm in this funk and yet I show up and I have a podcast about being beautiful not broken I have a social media account where I literally spruik being positive and well actually to be honest I actually just spruik being fucking authentic let's be honest there's positive slung in there and I am positive Pete right like I am normally the person that will be the asshole that tries to find opportunities in really shit times (laughs) and I don't throw that I don't throw that onto people I always let people feel what they need to feel and then sometimes I will I will be known to be like what did you learn? You know, like I'll be that person. And it's interesting because I just finished reading Think Again by Adam Grant and there was something that really stuck with me. It was, you can, like essentially the saying was, and I've always thought this myself, don't run from your life and expect it to get better. Don't think moving to another state. Don't think booking a holiday. Don't think any of these things, moving a relationship, Whatever it is that you're thinking of ending, don't think that that will automatically make you happy or help you find happiness because happiness is found within. It's not a destination. It's We can't run from the shit that we've got going on. So if we're not going to work through what's coming up for us, it doesn't matter how many holidays you book, you're still going to be miserable. You're just going to be miserable in Fiji. <laughs> and I've been saying that to myself a lot because I'm like, oh, maybe I just need a holiday. It's like, no, Beck you're miserable. You're miserable here and you're miserable because you know, you don't know. And that's the problem. Like I couldn't tune into why I was feeling quite miserable. I know now it's because I do have this fear about when I get, when my settlement goes through, that means I've got nothing to hide behind. I have to step into my next. I have to truly step into my next. And even though I've been on my own and been successful on my own and all of these things, there was this fear and worry around What if you can't do it? What if you buy a house and you can't pay the mortgage? What if, what if business tanks? There was this worry and this pattern of worry that I am a catastrophizer. I like to think I've worked on it and I am a worrier. My family, I come from a family of warriors. I come from people that really put a lot of emphasis on what could go wrong. And when I was back in 2020, fired dumped from my marriage there was no worry there was you're literally at fucking rock bottom you have nothing left to lose the only way out of this is to level up to grow and to see the opportunity and to make it happen you literally have no other choice and I found myself writing on my whiteboard this morning after this chat where I had to go through and the reason it all came up for me is I was asked and I put my hand up actually I I you know said I'll happily tell my tale you guys know I love to tell a story about the key moments in my life where I've had to make 
choices to level, to change my life or I've been thrown in situations where I have to change my life. And to be honest, it's more often than not in the past, it's been I've been thrown in situations which have forced me to level up. But now I'm at a point in my life where I have to make the choice to level up. And it's not easy. You To openly make the choice to be uncomfortable is particularly challenging. <laughs> I could stay. My mom would love me to stay in this house forever. I'm miserable not being on my own, not having my own space, not being the adult that I want to be. And I, like, even though I'm very grateful because I have a roof over my head and a lot of people in my situation wouldn't. So the, the gratitude is there, but you know, I'm still feeling like I'm not fulfilling my path and I feel, you know, like I feel like there's more for me. So I put on my beautiful whiteboard this morning. You have no choice but to make this work. You also have nothing to lose. Remember how far you've come and remember who the fuck you are. It's powerful, right? Like remember who the fuck you are. You have gotten through, and it's a beautiful me, uh, beautiful quote, and it's like so cliche, but you have gotten through every single one of your hard days, and even when there's been something that looks like failure attached to it, it has not been failure. It has been the redirection of your life. And even though I felt a lot of shame around being fired, I feel a lot of shame when I put my thoughts and my feelings out there for other people to reject me. I felt shame in those situations when I've had my heart broken, when I've had my husband tell me I was a shit wife and that I forced him to cheat with my friend. I felt a lot of shame around that. I was like, I'm not good enough. No, no, I was always good enough. It was never about my worth. It was about the situations I had chosen to stay in that weren't right for me. And life gave me what looked like failure to redirect me to the greatest successes of my life, no matter how hard that journey was. And when we reframe shit like that, that's when we get the opportunities to level up. I'm not saying every single situation is that easy to reframe. And I'm not saying that the the heartache and the pain that we go through along the way, like that feeling that your fucking chest has been ripped out, that your heart, like it's literally in pain. I don't ever want to feel that way again, but I know that I will at some point. And it's okay to feel that shame and that like, oh, Did I fail? You never fail at life. We literally have nothing to lose. We have nothing to lose when we take a chance on ourselves, when we back ourselves. Because the minute that you back yourself, you're doing something 95% of the population never fucking does. I know I'm swearing a lot, but I swear a lot when I get passionate. And that is the truth. So I ask you today, are we going to sit here and continue to say, shit, 2022 has started out really hard. I don't know what the world looks like. There's a lot of fear in the media. There's a lot of shit conversation going on. There's a lot of people sick. Our hospitals are overrun. There's no food on the shelves. There's no toilet paper again. There's all this shit going on. But we can't control that. 
What we can control is the people we show up every day and the attitude and the energy that we bring to the world. Because if all of us and even the 5% of us that genuinely want to be change makers and genuinely want to move our lives forward and are happy to sit outside of our comfort zone, if all of us are sitting in the shit and we're wallowing in it and we're bathing in it, who's there to keep pushing us forward and show us that actually life's pretty beautiful? And when we get to the other side of this, like, yeah, fuck, there's been some challenges along the way. But are we not grateful that we've made it to the other side and that we've been shown parts of ourselves that we could change or that we could look at and go, oh, I'm not liking that. But it really does require us to be really honest with ourselves on a level that a lot of people aren't comfortable with. And I get that. I get that it's really hard to be comfortable with showing ourselves or or accepting the negative sides to ourselves and showing that to ourselves and saying, oh, shit. You know, like, I get that that's hard. Thank you, Alfie. Alfie also hates FedEx. (laughs) I don't know if you guys can hear him, but he's going mental. But, and he's just totally cut my cord. But I think that, you know, it's, it is in the lesson, like we need to remember how far we've come. When stuff feels hard, we need to remember that we have made it through every tough day that we've ever had. And that is the truth of it. So I hope that's got you guys fired up this morning. If you're feeling a bit flat, I think a lot of us, I read an article the other day about how a lot of us are feeling flat and yeah, like it, this is our heart. This is our version. This is our generation's version of what's hard for us right now. We haven't lived through other times. We haven't lived through other challenges. For a lot of people, this might be the most confronting thing they've dealt with in life. And that's okay. That's their reality. They can, but what, what we have the opportunity to do is decide if we're going to let ourselves just drown in the hardness of it, or if we're going to say, I'm going to practice a lot of self-care right now and the days that do feel really challenging and I feel exhausted because there's all this shit going on, I'm going to be nice to myself those days and maybe work shorter days or take breaks as I need them. But on the flip side, I'm also going to understand that this is a moment in time. This is not my whole life. This is a moment in time. This is a moment that feels challenging right now and it's a moment that will pass. And when it passes, what are the lessons and the things that I want to have achieved during this period Because that was what I did when I was facing, you know, being fired, having a separation on my hands. I thought to myself, I can't show up the ways that I've shown up for the last 10 years because they've not worked for me. That's why I'm in this situation right now, because I've people pleased, because I have said yes to opportunities and said yes to things that I should have said no to, because I chose to ignore blindingly obvious things that were in front of my face because I I was so scared of stepping into who I could be, because I had people trying to keep me small around me, because I was surrounded by the wrong people, because I, but I chose that path. I'd actively chosen that path. So at what point are we going to stop, take stock of our lives and say, I'm not actively choosing to feel this way anymore. And that's what I had to do this morning. I my confidence has been incredibly rocked this year. I've had a few things happen in my business, literally from the first week of Jan, that just, I just 
couldn't believe were happening, to be honest. And it really shook me to my core in a way that I didn't think I could be shaken. And my depression's kind of come back. I felt like I'm hopeless and I'm not in charge of my life. I felt like I was in the waves being bobbed around, just praying to not go under the water and then thinking, well, if I did go under the water, is it so bad? Because fucking nothing's working right now. And I'm in this mind, I was in this mindset literally up until probably two hours ago where I was feeling so victim, so sorry for myself and like, oh, it's just tough and just waiting for external shit to happen for my life to get better. <laughs> I was in that zone again and I'm never going to lie to you guys. It's, it is a practice to move ourselves out of that zone and it is a practice to notice when we're in that zone and it's a practice to say, actually, I'm going to choose to create the life I want. I'm taking charge of my life. I'm no longer fucking bobbing in the waves, praying not to go under and then wondering if maybe I should because that's not who I am. And I have a place in this world and I have a reason to be doing what I'm doing and I love what I do. I just need to channel doing more of what I love and doing less of what is tying me down and keeping me in the weeds and having people fucking whinge at me 24-7. Or getting in arguments with ex-clients that are just plain rude. Literally, like, horrible conversation to be having at the start of a year when I'd finally gotten out of legal shit last year with my ex. To have a man threatening me again at the start of this year. Literally, he was abusive towards my VA, abusive towards me, abused my boundaries. But not just me. He did it to four other agencies. So there's absolutely no no reason why I should have been let this person's behavior affect me so much because it's not about me. It's about him. It's about the way that he's showing up to the world and about the fact that he's <laughs> busy abusing women fucking everywhere. And it really drained my confidence. I thought, I can't do this again. I can't. I can't face another year of dealing with men that think it's okay to attack women because we're just meek little girls that will do everything they want. No, no, I'm not putting up with another year of that. I had to step into my powerful Beck that I am and say, no, I'll fight you for this behavior because it's not right. So my confidence has taken a hit and it wasn't until this morning when I had to retell my story about how far I've come, about how much I've done in my career, about how highlighted I've been in my career, about the positioning I've given myself in my career and say, actually, I fucking belong here. I belong as a thought leader. I belong as an, you know, as a I want to say influencer, but I'm not at all. But I belong as a thought leader in the marketing space. I have a lot of great thoughts that go against the grain. And I have a lot of strategies that work day in, day out. I've built businesses. I've tripled businesses. If people are willing to give me a chance, I can move them into a different zone. They need to be willing to go on the journey though. Marketing is very, if you have a business that resists marketing, 
they're not going to go anywhere, even if they have the world's best marketing manager. Also, it comes down to mindset, right? Like anything in our life, my business is only as successful as my mindset and it's all intertwined. So I'm fired up this morning because telling my story to this amazing group of women and actually reliving it and reliving how far I've come, reliving all of the challenges that I've gone through in my life and stepped up every single time, it helps you recognize how fucking powerful you are. And we all have this. I'm not unique. We've all got these stories of times where we've had to step into our power and we've had to, and that's not in a masculine way, it can be in a feminine way, but we step into our power and we say, this is who I am, this is how I'm showing up, and this is why I belong in this situation. And as soon as you believe in yourself and you back yourself and you take the time to remember who you are and why it's your your life story and why your perspective is important and remembering that and not letting anything cut you down, that's when you can take that next step. That's when you can do things like open a business at the start of a pandemic because you know there's nothing to lose. You know you belong to have, you know you deserve to have that business because you're going to make it work no matter what. And that no BS, no I'm failure is an option kind of attitude and not seeing shit as failure, but actually just being confident and stepping into it. That, my friends, is where you will change your life. Now, how do you get there, right? Like, how do you how do you step into that? I can't help you there. You have to do the work and you have to believe in yourself. You have to, you know, like I'm not running personal development courses, <laughs> but I can tell you I've spent a shitload on personal development because I recognized my behavior And I've been doing it again. I've been in that cycle again. And I recognize that behavior. And this time I don't need to pay a life coach to help me get out of it or pay a counselor or pay anyone because I'm coaching myself in moving back out of that space. And that's how, like, you know, I still invest in myself. I still invest in coaches. But that's how we move into that next space. You invest in your growth. If we're not investing in our growth, and we're, we're hoping that we can do it out on our own just by following Insta accounts or which by all means helps like curate your feed, curate your life. But there is that next step that you actually have to invest in yourself. You have to do the work. If you're not going to do the work, you're not going to level up. It's like anything in your career. You're not going to do, you're not going to move to the next level if you haven't done the groundwork. So I hope you're fired up this morning. I'm fired up. I'm ready. I'm ready to jump into the day. That's why I literally had no plans to record this episode today. And I thought, no, I need to. I need to get the message out there. What am I going to call this episode, everybody? <laughs> I need to get the message out there that you can do it, that we we don't need to choose to feel like 2022 has had a sh- false start or that 2022 is shit. January's gone guys let's not focus on january let's focus on where we what we can do february march april and focus on how we can make a difference and how the external shit that we can't control we need to stop letting it filter into our minds and holding us back show up doing what you can and being who you can and controlling what you can so i hope that's been helpful and alfie just wanted to say bye to everyone 
Have a great week, guys. I will be back in your ears next week. I am wishing you all the best for this little journey that I hope I've taken you on this morning of you guys leveling up. I can't wait to hear how you go. Get in touch, reach out, say hey, follow me if you don't. As always, you can find all of my details in the show notes. And yeah, I really genuinely would love to hear from you. Have a really great week, guys. And as I said, I'll be back in your ears next week.